Welcome to another episode of my podcast, Sincerely Jada, a podcast hosted by yours truly, Jada Amoy. And if this is your very first episode, this podcast is dedicated to learning and unlearning. So this is the first solo episode of season two, and I'm really excited because solo episodes is definitely something I want to incorporate more onto season two of the podcast because, of course, I want to include as many perspectives and episodes, both serious and lighthearted, but I also want to get more into a self-reflective kind of mode and discuss more about what's going on with me, both past and present. So today's episode is going to be about projection. So this is kind of an episode that's a bit difficult and uncomfortable to record because I'm basically dragging myself and calling myself out on certain negative behaviors that I have for the public to listen to. This episode, like I said, was inspired by a bit of self-reflection over the past few years, which had basically helped me come to the conclusion that sometimes I project my feelings, particularly of judgment and insecurity onto other people. Sometimes. Maybe more often than I'd like to admit. So firstly, I'll give a definition of what projection is, what this behavior looks like for me personally, and some examples of me doing so. Then I'll get into how I recognize this within myself, where I think it comes from, and also what the impact of projection and self-judgment has been for my relationships. Then I'll get into what I've been doing to work on this issue. And before I get into the definition, I actually just want to premise this episode with acknowledging that I'm not a therapist and I'm not a psychologist by any means. I'm literally just a girl, just a girl who took a psych class in grade 11. So this episode is purely based on my own observations of myself and research and different experiences I've had. So I also want to note that projection is something that I've you know, traced back a lot of years. I've been doing it for a long time. And while I'd love to sit here and say, it's not an issue, it's not something I do, I've evolved. Of course, we all struggle with projection. So I'll speak on both past examples and present. And yeah, that's just a quick disclaimer. So this is not any sort of professional advice or what you should do if you're projecting or anything like this. It's merely just an episode that reflects on my own experience and how I can work towards changing this trend in my life. So according to Cambridge Dictionary, to project means to wrongly imagine that someone else is feeling a particular emotion or desire when in fact it is you who feels this way. So basically it's a transfer of our emotions onto other people so that we don't have to deal with them. So I think one of the main differences between projection and deflection is the fact that projection is more so done unconsciously. So we don't necessarily intend to transfer our feelings onto another person. It's more so done because we have unresolved feelings. Whereas deflection is when you're purposely transferring your own feelings onto other people. So an example of deflection is mostly when we try to give other people blame for our actions. So for example, you might be in an argument and you don't really want to admit that what you did was wrong and you're at fault. So you might deflect by bringing up something that the other person in the situation has done so that you don't have to deal with the guilt. Or if you are really the cause of the argument, instead of acknowledging that and taking accountability, you're more likely to just deflect blame or try and share blame so that you don't have to deal with those unpleasant emotions. Whereas projection is more so done when you have unresolved emotions that you're not necessarily aware of. So you start to kind of reflect those and project those on people in your everyday life because you're not necessarily aware that you have these feelings that you're walking around with, which is causing you to be hypersensitive in certain situations. So I would say one of the biggest emotions or feelings that I realize I project onto others 
is judgments. So let me tell you, I feel like I'm very judgmental of myself and not even in a low self-esteem way, but just in a hypercritical way. Like some people are just very critical of themselves. I feel like I'm very hyper aware of my actions, like things that I'm doing. I talk about stuff like this on episode three of season one, kind of my self-doubt, my awkwardness. So go and check that out if you haven't already. Basically, I say all that to say I'm very hyper aware of certain things that I do that other people would not necessarily notice or think about. Since I'm pretty critical and hard on myself, I tend to have a bad habit of assuming people are angry with me or disappointed in me when I disappoint myself. If I cancel or I don't show up for somebody in a way that I really wanted to, so for example, if I'm not able to hang out with someone, but I said I was going to, but I have to cancel, I might assume that although I've let them know in advance and their response doesn't really convey any sort of anger, I would assume that they might be disappointed or they might be angry with me. Or if there's a certain mistake I make, like I just do something. Because of course, we all make mistakes. We all do certain things that might offend a person, but it's never really a big deal, right? I might tend to escalate it or assume that somebody's really upset or really disappointed in whatever action I took, even though it might just be a simple mistake that they're not even really focused on or dwelling on. And of course, this is because I set those high standards for myself, but it's also because once I disappoint myself, I might project that disappointment that I'm feeling in myself for not really following through, not really meeting those standards or behaving in the way that I would want to behave. So in short, because that was long-winded, I get frustrated with myself at times when I make a mistake, more so than is necessary. And that would cause me to start assuming that people around me feel that same sort of disappointment or frustration. And that would in turn cause me to assume that they might have a bigger issue with me than they actually do. And yeah, of course, that's an example of projection because I'm projecting my own criticism, my own judgment, my own lack of grace with myself onto other people. So another example I would say of projection in my everyday life is, of course, probably going to be relatable to a lot of people. A lot of us deal with imposter syndrome, which in short is the feeling of feeling like you don't belong. So whether that be in a certain academic space, a workplace, just a certain place that we deem to be very prestigious, very noble or whatever, you might just feel like you don't belong there or you might feel as though you don't deserve a certain opportunity that you've been given or that you've worked very hard for. I began working in a field that I'm not familiar with. I didn't necessarily have that much practical experience with and it wasn't really the field that I had in mind. And to be honest, it still isn't, but it's okay. I obviously felt like... I wasn't going to be meeting expectations. Even if it's something that you studied your whole life for, you still have to kind of adjust when you're actually in the moment. But I was feeling like, I'm not doing this properly. I'm not doing that properly. I'm probably not meeting expectations. And this was before I had even really got acclimated to the job. And it's not like anybody above me or anyone around me was making those sort of comments. It was purely based on my own perception. And it wasn't until I had four different people come to me. It was a few different people come to me like in various conversations because in my role, I don't have as much communication with higher ups. I more so work independently. So because of that, I think that also played a role because it's not like I had much communication with people or guidance on what I'm supposed to be doing. So when I actually had conversations with people higher than me, They were making a lot of comments about how well I'm doing, highlighting different aspects of my job, like saying really positive, nice things. And nobody made any negative comments at all. I didn't feel comfortable in the space, didn't feel good enough. That was causing me to kind of project that 
onto other people, assuming that they were actually thinking this as well, even though I had no confirmation or reason to believe that they were. So I'm not dealing with the fact that I have certain things that I might need to change or I have certain attitudes or negative perspectives that are causing me to feel that way. Instead, I'm saying, oh, well, the tone that this person used conveys dissatisfaction or, you know, this person asked me this question multiple times. Maybe they're trying to imply that I'm not capable or maybe they're trying to imply that I don't know what I'm talking about. So it's things like that where we're not necessarily challenging the fact that we are carrying around those negative feelings. Instead, we're making it seem like other people are the reason why we're feeling that way. And of course, this is what we call projection. So another example I'll give is, of course, when it relates to self-esteem. So when a lot of us think about the word projection, we think about people who might have low self-esteem, not very much confidence, projecting their negative feelings about themselves onto other people. So I wouldn't say I have low self-esteem, like especially when it comes to my character, who I am. I know my values, I know myself, and I know like what I can bring to the table and what I'm capable of. So I wouldn't necessarily say I have low self-esteem, but to be honest, it's definitely something I've struggled with. And I can see that there are certain areas where I'm not as confident as I probably should be. So because of that, I sometimes project low self-esteem and insecurities onto other people. Okay, so in university and high school, I would say up until recently, I don't know, maybe for the past two years, it's been a bit better. I used to have this running intrusive thought that people don't enjoy spending time with me. So I just kind of felt like I wasn't really a priority to anyone. Like I was a friend to many, but I wasn't anyone's go to, if that makes sense. Like I didn't really feel important. And that would kind of cause me to, you know, if someone goes a long time without reaching out to me or if somebody is kind of making plans or doing things and they're not including me, that would cause me to assume that I'm not important to them and that I'm not important to anyone or a priority to anyone, essentially. And that kind of is a projection because I can think of certain instances and moments where I was given reason to feel that way. But I can also think of a bunch of them where it was actually just me maybe reading into situations and projecting that I didn't really feel important. I didn't feel good enough or whatever the feeling was and kind of projecting that and assuming that other people felt that way as well. So essentially, because I didn't feel interesting enough or important enough or whatever enough to keep people's attention, that of course demonstrates low self-esteem. So body image, of course, is something I want to do a full episode on. I won't touch on the topic too much, but essentially, of course, we can all relate to body image like we're in our own body so we're always going to look at ourselves and have the most to say essentially well sometimes people get bold and they have a lot to say as well I feel like I'm someone who's fluctuated a lot in appearance like I've been lanky I've been average I've been thick I've been a little more than thick I've been a lot of different shapes and sizes to be honest and throughout that kind of period even when I was at my quote-unquote best or when I you know was in my bag I guess I didn't necessarily feel the most confident if I'm being honest so I think that it's always been kind of a struggle to have that confidence when it comes to body image I would say if you're not feeling the best in the body that you're in you might assume that everyone around you thinks the same thing you gain a few pounds you're going to assume that everybody who sees you after that is kind of thinking, wow, look at this change when you might be projecting that. And I definitely have projected that on people in my life feeling like they're being critical of me because I'm being critical of me. Sometimes I can point out issues or flaws in my physical appearance. For example, my hair, my outfit, 
you name it, and I'll criticize those aspects of myself, right? When I'm interacting with someone else and I kind of say the same thing to them, if they might agree with me, then I'm going to get upset. You know, I might have a certain reaction because it's me projecting because I originally had that feeling I'm the one who's viewing myself as less than but because they agreed or because they didn't say anything, I'm assuming that they felt that way and almost making it seem like they're the one who originally made the comment or had that negative feeling about me. So I've given a few examples of projection that mostly relate to my personal life. But of course, we all have different ways that we project. So a common way is when you have unresolved feelings about a situation. A lot of the times we have conflicts where we don't necessarily get to truly feel our feelings. We kind of have to move on from the situation without getting closure or without being able to express how we feel adequately. So let's say you have a conflict with somebody and you fall out and you go your separate ways. You might constantly tell your other friends, your partner, your family that this person is missing you, that this person is obsessed with you, that this person probably is mourning your loss and their life has never been the same since you left it. I'm sure we'd love to believe that. But in a lot of cases, it's because we feel that way. You might have feelings for somebody that you're not meant to have feelings for or whatever the case may be. Maybe you still love somebody from your past, whether it be a friend, etc. You might accuse the other person of dwelling on the situation and not being over it because you don't realize yourself that you're not over it. And I think a big part of projection sometimes is when we tend to point out flaws onto other people. And of course, this is something I think was more so a struggle with me when I was younger. So high school, even before that, when you might feel a certain feeling about yourself, instead of acknowledging that you have that negative emotion, you might project it onto other people. So that might look like making comments, pointing out other people's flaws, being hypercritical of them. When in reality, it's you who you have the issue with. It's you who you don't feel like is enough. You know, we all kind of find ourselves in situations where maybe we have this certain feeling. Maybe we're feeling loneliness. So we might criticize the person who always has a partner or gets a lot of male attention or attention from women because that's basically us projecting the fact that we feel alone. We don't feel good enough. We're not getting that attention ourselves. So it's very easy to be hypercritical of the person who actually is living life in the way that we would want to live if we had more confidence. So yeah, we'll of course switch gears. I gave all the examples of how I was doing it. Maybe I should now discuss how I recognize this within myself and where it came from. So I basically realized I was projecting because I feel like it started to impact my relationships because sometimes I'm somebody who I'm very clingy. I guess like I like to have people in my life, but I'm also very comfortable being alone. But sometimes I can isolate myself. And I found myself in some situations, starting unnecessary conflicts or not even starting conflicts, but pulling back from relationships because of how I assumed somebody felt about me, or me projecting those feelings onto other people and just using it as an excuse to distance myself because I felt like they were thinking these things about me or having these negative feelings about me. And of course, this can also lead and it definitely did for me, like lead yourself to victimizing yourself in disagreements because you're kind of transferring all of your negative emotions on another person. And that can cause you to blame other people for your negative feelings or your low confidence or low self-esteem. And I definitely was guilty of doing that. So of course, getting into why or where it comes from, When I was doing some research about projection, I was reading a few psychology articles and stuff like this, you know, doing a little bit of self-diagnosing. I came across one and I'll link it in the episode notes for anyone who wants to kind of read up more on projection. Karen R. Kodnick said that 
Projection comes down to self-defense. Projecting is something you do when you don't like something about yourself. So projecting it onto someone else helps protect you from having to acknowledge parts of yourself that you don't like. And she says the people who are most prone to projecting are those who don't know themselves very well, even if they think they do. And that resonated with me 100% because I feel like I'm someone, especially when I was younger, I always had this false sense of being so sure. Like I always wanted to come across as someone who is very sure of themselves, somebody who is very comfortable being alone, somebody who knew exactly who they are and exactly who they want to be. But I had no clue. Because of that, I was kind of projecting those feelings because I didn't know myself very well. I wasn't really comfortable looking into myself, looking inward and seeing what were the true feelings causing some of my behavior. So it was really easy to just kind of blame my behavior or blame my negative feelings or low confidence at the time. I basically attributed it to other people or other people's feelings or other people doing this and saying this when it was actually very negative self-talk from my own end. Even sometimes I feel like I found myself baiting people to insult me, I guess, being like, oh, look at me in this. This doesn't look good on me. And like waiting for them to say it so that I could be like, "Uh huh, you're the reason I'm insecure. You're the reason blah, blah, blah. Like it sounds really bad, but you know, it's fine. This is self-reflection. And I think a lot of the times projection occurs when you're not comfortable looking inward, when you're constantly distracting yourself with different things. Sometimes I interact with people and you find sometimes that you try and move on from a situation as soon as it happens. So you have this really negative experience and within the next few minutes, you're just brushing it off. Or maybe you have this specific insecurity and instead of acknowledging it and sitting with those uncomfortable feelings, you just move on to the next thing. Well, you're not really acknowledging it truly. You're not sitting with those feelings and you're not really understanding how it affects you and how it might affect your relationships. So it's really easy for you to then, in the next instance, be hypersensitive of someone's comment, of someone's body language, of whatever it might be, because you're carrying around unresolved, unaddressed feelings with you. Of course, relationships with other people are really beneficial sometimes because it starts to reflect back things about you that you don't necessarily notice because your partner is going to have a deeper relationship with you than some other people maybe. Or your friend, for example, whoever's in your life, they might reflect certain things back and let you know things about yourself that you don't notice. So for example, I think the way that I was projecting that I didn't notice is that, like I said earlier, I might make the assumption that people don't enjoy spending time with me or that I'm a burden, basically. I don't know how else to put it, but basically that I'm inconveniencing people simply just by being myself or being around. So I remember there'd be times early in my relationship that I would be around my partner and that I would just go away or just stop talking or just stop doing whatever I was doing because I assumed that I was probably being annoying and that they didn't want to hang out with me anymore. And that sounds really insecure and really bad, but it's just the honest truth. Like sometimes you feel something within you telling yourself that, you know, you're being too much or just you're not welcome in whatever space you are or you're not wanted in whatever space you are. Like sometimes we tell ourselves that nobody wants us around. I might feel like I'm being too much or like I'm being annoying. Nobody's necessarily giving me reason to feel that way, but because I feel that way, I just withdraw from the situation without even a second guess because I don't want to be a bother. I don't want people to think that I'm annoying. I can go from sometimes feeling like I'm being too much overbearing or whatever the case may be to I'm not enough, like I'm not taking enough space, I'm not doing the right thing, I'm not being loud or outgoing enough. So 
there's two different ends of the spectrum and I tend to judge myself on both ends. Either I'm being too much in the moment or I'm not being enough. That can cause me to, again, be very critical of myself. Yeah, I think it can be very hard to separate what you're feeling, what you're thinking about your own self between what other people think. Like sometimes there's a lot of voices in your head and you cannot necessarily differentiate between what's reality and what's not. Am I convincing myself that I'm not good enough? Am I convincing myself that I'm too much? Or is it that other people actually think this? So yeah, I gave a few examples and I let you, of course, know how I recognize this within myself. So of course, I'll discuss now what I've been doing to work on this issue now that I'm aware of it. And it's kind of difficult to even answer that question because it's very hard to believe that anybody can just kind of say, I never project. I never, you know, push my insecurities onto other people because usually you do even if it's not necessarily an insecurity that you have that you're pushing onto people, you might sometimes be hypercritical of others and their behavior to hide the fact that you're actually guilty because you actually might have some of those qualities. Sometimes we project when we're not comfortable with specific parts of our identity. So for example, if you're a more promiscuous person, maybe, and you engage in sexual behaviors that might be a bit risky, you can find yourself in a position where you judge people who are doing those same things because you don't really want to admit to yourself that you're the same way. There's no one solution I feel like that can cause you not to project anymore but I feel like the real reason that projection is such a big issue sometimes is low self-esteem and avoidance how I've been trying to counteract that is by no longer avoiding so acknowledging my feelings and acknowledging the things I might not like about myself doesn't mean I have to change them in that moment it doesn't mean that I have to start accepting them but I have to accept that those things are things that I don't like about myself so that I'm aware that when I'm in a situation and I'm being critical of those aspects of myself, whether it be my body, whether it be, I don't know, an aspect of my character, since I already know that this is a sore spot for me or something I might not like about myself, I won't be as sensitive or I won't be as quick to react to another person's opinion. Having those insecurities doesn't necessarily mean that you're defined by them. It doesn't mean you're confined by them and you can still challenge them and look past them. However, once you acknowledge that you do have those insecurities, it allows the people around you to move freely without having to tiptoe. And it's not an easy thing to do to admit that you're an insecure person or you have certain insecurities because once you admit that you're an insecure person, it almost feels like you're putting this negative label on yourself, like you're going to be a burden, like constantly going to cause difficulties for other people and you're not going to really present in the best way. And I feel like that's a myth. Somebody can have insecurities and still be confident. I feel like I present myself as a confident person to the point that a lot of people might not know that I have quite a few insecurities. Or maybe they can tell and I'm just delusional. And also, if you're listening to this and you knew me beyond a certain point, like maybe beyond the last three years, then ignore that because you don't know me for real. To summarize, acknowledging my feelings and not avoiding them so that I'm aware of the certain aspects of myself that I might not be as confident in so that I'm not projecting it onto other people. And I spoke about this thing that I've been trying to do, of course, in the episode about overthinking and intuition, which is I feel like I've really been challenging myself to ask for clarification because sometimes we project our feelings onto other people. And maybe if I project my own disappointment in myself onto another person, it is possible that they actually are disappointed in me. But until I ask for clarification or address an issue or address what I'm feeling, it will just be projection because it's not confirmed and it's just my feelings that are transferring onto other people. 
So I think a great way to counteract that is by communicating, asking for clarification, and trying as much as possible to separate my own feelings from reality. So not necessarily attaching such strong emotions to specific things. When I said acknowledging my feelings and the things I might not like about myself, I feel like being aware of my insecurities and embracing them. Not necessarily embracing them in a way where forcing myself to become comfortable with them, but becoming aware that I actually have insecurities and it's okay to be insecure about certain things, but just making them clear. And then, you know, when I'm in relationships or having close interpersonal relationships with people, it's okay sometimes to make people aware of those certain insecurities so that they know how to move around you, so that they're not making, uh, you know, those innocent, subtle comments that can lead you to down that spiral. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I feel like being aware of your insecurities and trying your best to acknowledge when you're feeling insecure about those specific things as opposed to avoiding it because that can cause you to be hypersensitive or hypervigilant when you're interacting with other people and then you might zero in on things that are said or actions that are taken that can be used to confirm you know whatever delusions or whatever things you have in your head that suggest that other people are also fixating on that aspect of you and obviously trying to know myself better so I feel like when you don't know yourself you're much more likely to project and be really susceptible to people's opinions especially your own like I feel like when you truly know yourself and you know your character you're not as vulnerable when it comes to your insecurities because you know yourself you know who you are you know your strengths you know the best solution for projection is confidence self-esteem not being as critical of yourself but at the end of the day those are aspects of the human experience like we're always going to criticize ourselves more than other people and yeah this has just been kind of an episode where I rambled a bit and basically brought you into my brain brought you into what's going on so I hope this episode was relatable of course like I said as much as we'd like to all walk around every day with our confidence on 10 it's just not always possible so you know, all I can really say is if we can all find ways to limit projection and to really look within ourselves and see what are our thoughts versus other people's thoughts and not place our thoughts or negative feelings onto others, then I think we'll be better off. If you are not following the podcast, whether it be on Spotify, Apple Music, etc., be sure to follow the podcast so that you don't miss an episode. And that way you will be up to date and you will not find yourself in a position where you're constantly trying to catch up. If you have any opinions or thoughts or personal experiences when it comes to this episode, I'd love for you to share them with me. I'd also love for you to share your thoughts on what you thought about the episode. Go ahead and give the podcast Instagram a follow at SincerelyJadaPod. You can also find the link always in the episode notes. And until next time, Sincerely Jada. 